0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls dave neal here stand-up comic host of bachelor nation news and happy monday it's february 6 2023 we got a good one for you on today's bachelor rush hour oh yeah we're going down to the bayou today it's a gator hunt we've got the spoilers folks reality steve or at least his spoilers this morning for how this season of the bachelor ends week three of bachelor's zach Shaw cross season is tonight and it's gonna heat up folks i'm gonna share with you on the second half of this podcast what those spoilers are but for the non-spoiled we're gonna give you the non-spoiled information what else is happening in bachelor nation and there is so much to get into so we'll hold off on those spoilers for a few minutes I do want to apologize to the YouTube Shorts audience. They accidentally leaked the spoiler, which I had in a video. But I never say the spoiler on the top of a video or in the thumbnail. But, of course, they pre-choose their thumbnail and accidentally spoiled it. So my apologies. It won't happen again. I take it really seriously when that happens. Uh, But in other news... In the Bachelor world, we've got Bachelor Clayton Eckard spotted with sports reporter Sarah Cardona after Susie Evans split. They weren't just spotted. They were featured on the Jumbotron at the University of Kentucky basketball game, which is about the biggest event you can get in Kentucky. They love their basketball. And she is a sports reporter from the beautiful city of Medellin in Colombia, a beautiful country, and found her way to University of Tennessee Chattanooga in 2012. Since has become a sports reporter, uh, how she met Clayton is uh, is not known yet, but if they are together and are canoodling, we'll have to see how that plays out. My guess is she's pretty much settled down in Kentucky as a local reporter there. She's got to be boots on the ground. So my guess is that it's not a relationship, but hey, who knows? They're both into sports. Maybe they can um, have a little rumble of their own on the playing field, if you know what I mean. Okie dokie. And in other news, we've got some kind of disturbing uh, reports that Nate from this past season of The Bachelorette was assaulted by somebody who claims, he claims that they assaulted him after finding out that he was on The Bachelorette. They said, you weren't you that guy from The Bachelorette? And then they assaulted him. Now, we never want that to happen. Some people actually in the Instagram world blamed Reality Steve for saying, oh, you perpetuated this online hate and that's why he was attacked, which of course, we can't blame one person's words for another person's physical actions. It's still illegal to lay hands on somebody else. And reality, Steve more or less was a platform, a medium for Nate's ex to share why she was disturbed that he of course never told her in their all their time of dating that he had a daughter. Not that he didn't share the daughter, but that he had a daughter. So it's disturbing all around. It's a sad story. I mean, there should be no reason whatsoever anyone puts hands on somebody else. But if there's any more information that comes out, we'll share that. I just don't know if we're going to get any more information. I, ha- I actually haven't made a video about this because... Um, well, I was kind of hoping for more information. It kind of felt a little too soon to report on this because it was very disturbing, but here, have a listen to what Nate said about getting assaulted.
1: Um, I know this is really random. I don't really speak on here much, but yesterday was just really awful for me. Um, I was hanging out with friends and a random person came up and just physically assaulted me and said some really nasty things that has just left me feeling kind of uneasy. Um... Everyone's entitled to, you know, watching the show and forming whatever opinion they have. And I know it's super easy to um, form connections with, you know, narratives and and what have you. But the moment that you translate that into your reality, to the point where you think it's okay to harm someone is is just unacceptable and, and very hurtful. Uh, I'm a real person at the end of the day. I have real feelings, uh, emotions people who love me, people who care for me, people who I take care of. And I don't want that reality to ever become dangerous for me. So please just remember, at the end of the day, it's just a TV show. Um, please be respectful of me and others. If you have an opinion, everyone's entitled to it. If you want to slide into someone's DMs, uh, comments and say nasty things, vent, it's okay. I don't condone it, but, you know, I signed up for that part of being you know, left susceptible for public opinion, and you are entitled to your thoughts. You can, you know, vent that way, but please do not try and cause physical harm to me or my loved ones or any of my other friends because of you know a TV show. Because at the end of the day, it is just a show, and no one's life uh, or, or or safety should be put at risk because of that. So, I'm not I'm not holding any vitriol or hard feelings towards it i forgive the person that did it like i don't have energy to sew into negativity but i have to speak on it because i don't want my reality to become scary so thank you
0: it, uh, people left comments saying, uh, you know, the discussion of Nate on this past season was so harmful because these physical acts can happen afterwards. But we have to remember, you know, people are entitled to share their opinions online and people are entitled to say what they want about others. But whenever someone crosses the line physically, that is the person who's responsible. And there was no, um, there was no stoking violence in any way whatsoever towards any contestant. And there never will be. I always tell people don't even DM the contestants. Talk about it amongst yourselves in your own communities. Listen to my content, but lay off these contestants. That's what I always tell them. And of course, because I mean it, you know, just through DMs and and the written social media, of course, physically speaking, absolutely. Don't approach people with any negativity whatsoever. And what a wild story indeed. It's a real shame. In other news, we've got Chris Harrison having Caitlin Bristow on his podcast. As we know, Chris sort of ghosted Caitlin and he wanted to explain what went down, and then she offers her side of the story. I broke this up into two separate parts. Uh, so I've got two full YouTube videos. I'm going to give you the SparkNotes version here. But on the YouTube videos, Chris Harrison talks about why he thinks Caitlin and Tayshia were set up to fail by being dual hosts, and what he wishes he could have done as uh, with his producer mind to help them have more success when they ultimately replaced him as host. But first, here's Chris and Caitlin discussing discussing the ghosting. Have a listen.
2: Joining me right now from her home in Nashville, Tennessee, Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin, thank you so much for jumping on and joining me.
3: Oh my gosh, Chris Harrison. Thank you for having me.
2: I want to say, unfortunately, we are not holding up our podcast tradition and sharing a Few bottles of wine while we do this, as we did the first time when I was doing your podcast back at my house (laughs) in Los Angeles. Um, We need to get back to that tradition soon. But I am at the home office in Austin. You're in Nashville,
0: so I. How nice of Chris Harrison! What a tough life he has. He's not at his home office in Los Angeles. He's at his home office in Texas, his primary residence, where there's no, um, you know, state income tax. I'm going to turn it over to you. Must be nice. Yes.
2: What did you want? To say, what were you hoping to express in that interview?
3: First of all, I hate headlines so much because they never tell the full story. They all—it's always just you know how it is—to right. get people to just like believe one thing, and then they're not going to read the article. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I read headlines all the time and go, "Oh my gosh," and then I don't read the full article. Um, but in that in that interview, which I'm actually shocked that it blew up like this because I feel like I've talked about this before on my own podcast. But what I was saying in it was not that you ghosted me. I was just saying that you and I were so close. And when everything went down and then I got this, whatever you want to call it, role of quote unquote mentoring, because they didn't want to pay me what they pay you to host. <laughs> um, <Burn. laughs> they That I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to Chris. That's I, That was my first reaction. I was like, I have to talk to Chris. All these headlines again are saying, Caitlin and Tasha taking over Chris's job. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold the phone. And then obviously I was not thinking about what you could be going through. So I'm only thinking about myself going, he's not texting me back. He must hate me. He's not saying anything to me. Like obviously I did something wrong. And I just, you know, went into a little self-pity party and decided to put the blame on you for a minute. But what I was saying in that interview was, it's, it wasn't about me. It, you were going through so much at that time and you probably didn't even know what you wanted to say to me or how to say it. And you, you're not like me. You react with logic. I react with emotion. <laughs> so I, I was like, hello, bombarding you with text messages. You weren't responding to me and I just needed to realize it wasn't about me at that time. That's what I was trying to say.
2: And that's why I wanted to have you on because you know, going back and forth based on clickbait headlines. And I, for one, know when you're on a podcast and you say a lot and you kind of say things off the cuff, but when it's put in print, it looks so different and it sounds so different, especially when you line things up. When you say Caitlin yeah. Bristow, you know, our our relationship went down the toilet and I texted him 10 times and he didn't respond. And well, you're just kind yeah. of throwing these things out, she making a grander point. But when you just put them in print, it looked really bad because totally. and i'll I'll back up and let everybody in on on how this went down back in the day was so you were uh, right as all this came out, you were on entertainment tonight, and I knew that, and so i I called you that morning and we talked a little bit, mm-hmm. and you made the statements that you were going to make, and we talked about that, and I supported you and said, "Look, I, I totally understand, do what you got to do um, mm-hmm. th- this doesn't affect us and mm-hmm. Then subsequently, um, you and Tasha were named, we hadn't talked after that. And then uh, when right. you were named a mentor again, we, we will get into that part. So you texted me, uh, after you got the mentorship mm-hmm. and the 10 times, by the way, when she says 10 texts, seven of them were just that day. And I'm not going to read them to you, but it was, uh, <laughs> you know, one of those things where she missed a word and she's like, wait, I meant this and meant this. So it wasn't like, you were hammering me with text messages. of Call me, call me, call me. It was really this one strain of thoughts. that. All
0: right, so call me, maybe. But so they essentially say, look, the clickbait headlines say that Chris Harrison ghosted her, but that's not what happened. Now, it's not wild to think that she was ghosted by Chris Harrison when you listen to the way she describes it on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. Have a listen.
3: And so I was like, you're irreplaceable. I I don't know what my role is. They said it was a mentor, but now I'm seeing articles about how I'm replacing you. And I just that makes me feel icky. And then he didn't write back. And then I was like, OK, well, now I'm panicking. Why didn't you write me back? And then he didn't write me back. And then I was like, I'm on my period. Am I being emotional? But like, <laughs> do you hate me? And then he didn't write back. And then I was like, can you call me? And then he didn't write back. And then,
0: and then of course, people in the chat. So there she is, right? That was it. She said, "Do you hate me? Call me." He didn't write back. He didn't write back. He didn't write back. She was not only was she describing being ghosted, but on the Dear Media Studios verified Instagram, which hosts the podcast, they said Chris Harrison ghosted Caitlin Bristow. So I understand clickbaity headlines exist, but they described a ghosting. Caitlin described a ghosting, and they called it a ghosting. We're going to call it a ghosting. It was a ghosting. All right. Well, there's the update on the story. Nobody asked for, but we got it here anyway. Caitlyn Bristow conversation with Chris Harrison. Yeah, they, you know, they they obviously have a, a bond. You know, she was in a vulnerable space as Bachelorette, and he was her mentor, so they have a bond there. So you can understand that the, she wanted to repair that bond. Of course, Chris is like he's just in a weird position with this podcast. He's got a lot of connections. He was the outside man. He's going to continue to spread, share breadcrumbs. I have to say, on an algorithm sort of analytical side, the conversation around Chris Harrison's podcast isn't really performing that well on my channel. I'm going to keep making videos based on what I find to be interesting. I just think people have a little fatigue after hearing from Chris Harrison and now they're like, okay, well, we we kind of got the gist of what went down and, you know, there isn't any new drama being had. I think all of the sort of ripples from Chris, uh, you know, his beef with Nick Vile and now Caitlin Bristow and, you know, all these things, I'm pretty sure, you know, we've got, we've uh, sort of exhausted any drama that may exist within that network. All right, well, now we're on to spoilers. So if you're still listening and don't want spoilers, now's your chance to tune away. This morning, Reality Steve released his spoilers for... The Bachelor, and I'm going to share them with you guys right now. And then we have Reality Steve calling in with an exclusive interview discussing, you know, the afterthoughts of releasing these spoilers. So we know now that his top, and I'm going to actually go to his Instagram page, Reality Steve's top spoiler for who wins this season has been announced, and it is Katie Bigger. Katie Bigger is the winner. It was reported by Bachelor Whatever that her sources said the winner of this season would be Gabby. We know her to be number two now, according to Reality Steve. Uh, Reality Steve says the final three for Zach's season are Gabby, Ariel, or Ariel, and Katie. And then in the row ceremony, he eliminates Ariel, and then it's down to Katie and Gabby, and the winner is. Katie, which really means, because Gabby's super likable, and if she's going to fall for Zach, there will be heartbreak there. But anyway, uh, the spoiler is that Zach is engaged to Katie. That's what we have here. And there are other spoilers um, that Reality Steve had mentioned, like that uh, Zach gets COVID, which will be very interesting if that's true, uh, which we believe well, we don't have any reason to believe it isn't true. Zach gets COVID and has to uh, do one of his rose ceremonies from... Uh, Zoom. So that's you you thought Zoom was boring in your job. Now Zach's going to be handing out digital roses. So we got Reality Steve on the line to talk about the aftermath of releasing these spoilers. Have a listen. Reality Steve, after his dropping of the main spoiler for this season of The Bachelor, uh, who he says is Katie. How you doing, my guy? Hey, what's up,
4: Dave? Thanks for having me on.
0: So is this the biggest day of the season for you when you have the spoiler ready to go? Yeah, usually
4: uh, just because it gets the most uh, attention. Obviously, when I delivered the spoilers back in November up to the final 3, that was a big day just because it kind of put everything together and had a kind of like a template for people to follow all season, but of course, the biggest thing every season is who wins. And you know, for the last 2 months I've had to listen to and get a bunch of emails about hey, but uh, do you know or not only do you know who wins? Do you know when you're going to find out? if you know who wins like it's like I I I know when I know I can't even answer it's a very hard question to answer but no I just you know I, I never know I never know when it's coming I mean you could look at my track record and it's kind of all over the board I remember I had Michelle picking Nate I posted that Michelle picked Nate two weeks before the first episode aired Rachel and Gabby I didn't have their winners last summer until about five or six episodes in here we are on this season where, you know, uh, uh, the third episode airs tonight. Um, some I've had before the season even started. Some I didn't have till very late in the game. I didn't find out about Peter picking Hannah Ann until the weekend before the finale. So there is no set time. And I think that's what people lose track of. I never know when I'm going to get it. I just get it. And when I feel confident with something, that's when I run with it.
0: Yeah, I you know you know what's interesting. I feel like if the spoiler comes out too early, nobody knows the person, so we're not invested. Uh, so it's almost like the later the spoiler comes out, the more hype there is. But then you have to worry about other accounts getting a spoiler. Of course, we know another account has had a spoiler that said Gabby won, who you have as what the number two or number three? Number two number two. So, and again, I said this in my video today, salty Steve is my favorite Steve and your (laughs) saltiness that you, and I mean this with all due respect, that you have a different choice than the person who won. How did it feel as the spoiler was coming in, knowing that you've got a different person and that your source didn't back up what someone else already knew?
4: Yeah, I think that was, you know, look, I, I wasn't, I wasn't hoping that it was Katie for that particular reason. All I'm just hoping for is to be right. I want to get the winner right. Clearly, I don't want to be wrong and have to change it, which I've had to do uh, a few times. So I just want the to get it right. And when it was when it when when it came to me, and it ended up being opposite of what's been out there for the last two months, I knew I was going to have to deal with that, which is why I wrote what I did. Because as far as I can remember there has never been a spoiler out there that was like definitive of, Hey, this is who won. And then my spoiler came out later. So I've never, this is the first we've ever had of this. And, you know, you can say what you want. I, I mean, I've, I don't really understand it as a nameless faceless person on the internet. That could just, you can kind of just say anything, but when you put it out there, that your sources tell you, it's like, okay, well, then you're part of the spoiler game. I, they're already backtracking saying, well, if I find out it's Katie, I'll let you know. Well, wait a second. You said you already talked to your sources and they told you it was Gabby. I, I don't really understand what this person is doing, but you know, it's neither here nor there. My thing was always, I just want to get it right. And when I found out it was Katie, the only reason I had to address it is because this is the first time there was a definitive spoiler out there. That somebody was running with something that said, hey, it's this person, and mine end up being opposite. So, again, it's just going to come down to there's there's nothing that I can really say that's going to convince anybody either way because I don't have any proof. The proof will be when the finale airs. Um, and there's always, there's always a part of you because, clearly, I was not at the final roast ceremony in Thailand. I didn't see it with my own two eyes which has basically been the case for every single spoiler I've ever given out. I'm always getting this stuff second and third hand. I just have to trust certain sources over other sources. So of course there's always a bit of a part of you that's like, well, what if the person who told you that information is wrong? It clearly could be, but I feel confident enough in who I spoke with and, um, and how they know to be like, yeah, this is, it's Katie. Um, But you know, I guess you know we'll just we'll just see come the finale. But you know, I, I don't want to even put this out there because I'm sure people will run with it in the uh, aggregate world that we are. But if it is wrong, it doesn't change anything. It's not like I'm going to close up shop. Next season's going to come along, and I'm going to give as many spoilers as I can, and you know, hopefully get the winner next season. Like every season is a new season, and I just want to be right. And if it happens to be wrong, by all means. Uh, You know, I'll be like, okay, but I really don't think it is, based on my sources. That's all I can say is like, yeah, I'll put it out there. There's another site that had a different spoiler, and people will just, you know, for the next six weeks, uh, choose to believe who they want to. They want to believe. That's all, all I can do. But yeah, I have confidence in myself and my sources to be like, I. I really do believe this is the winner.
0: So, so the finale happens, and then when you are validated, I just assume you have some wall with headshots and like a gold star, <laughs> and you just like silently stand up, place the gold star next to your track record, crack a beer, and then go back to spoiling. That's that's how I imagine it works at the uh, Steve Carbone. Yeah, I think
4: I think it's just you know I, I just hope you know if this ends up being right and Katie is our winner, that at the end of the season people will just stop. I guess believing nameless, faceless people on the internet that just post stuff. Like, I think the biggest thing with me is I've always put my name behind everything that I've ever done. Everybody knows who I am, and I, I think this idea of putting stuff out there or saying stuff on the internet behind a screen name and stuff like that—I've just never been a fan of it. Um, I, I just—I I don't really understand it, but you know. Um, I do know that over the last two months, since this spoiler has been out there, absolutely, I've been, you know, sent mean messages. I've been heckled about, like, you don't know anything. And it's just like, okay, you know, what do you want me to do? And if this spoiler ends up being right, everything that was been said to me for the last two months is basically giant egg on their face for believing something from somebody who you don't even know
0: their name, you know? Yeah, and that's that's part of the problem with the haters is that they just move on you never get a hater that yeah. messaged you back going oh yeah you were right uh, they just move on and it's like you're you're yeah. one as a lot of people are in the podcast world that keeps receipts because it's good content you want not skinny not fat to know you know if they talk trash about you <laughs> that you oh, yeah, that you know you know that you you had a like she was perfectly happy to talk praises to you when you were on her show so it's just it's fun to watch um, as a third party out here um, but yeah we'll have to see how it all plays out now lastly Katie is does she have the one-on-one date tonight
4: yeah I think that's what makes it really interesting is because tonight's one-on-one is not only a one-on-one for Katie but she gets to spend the night with him which is something that you know I was talking about this with Susanna a bachelor data and because I was asking her hey dig back into your archives to find out when has this ever happened before where This early in the season, on a one-on-one date, his literal second one-on-one date of the season, he's asking a woman, hey, would you like to spend the night with me? It just doesn't happen. I don't really count Caitlyn and Nick on Caitlyn's season because, number one, Caitlyn and Nick knew each other pre-show. They were flirting. They were talking. uh, There was already sexual tension there. And then when he did come on the show, it was a couple weeks before he got his first one-on-one, and then they just decided there was so much built up sexual tension between those two. They decided to have a night of sex and, you know, it ended up derailing that season. But if you go back to earlier seasons and trying to find out, well, who's ever gotten to spend the night with the lead in episode three, it's only happened one other time. And it was Jason and Molly's season. And I actually texted Molly over the weekend. Cause I wanted to make sure, cause I kind of remembered her doing that, but I wasn't sure. And she's like, yeah, no, that was me. Uh, our, our one-on-one date was at like where Jason stays, where they have the lead stay right up the road in in, um, in Westlake there and uh, in Malibu. And um, she goes, I went to his house. We had like a picnic on the lawn. And then he asked me to stay the night. And I stayed the night, and I came back the next morning. And obviously, it threw all the girls into a tizzy because they were bothered. You know, they're all competing for the same guy. It's like, why did Molly get to spend the night with him? I would have loved to spend the night with him. And it kind of brings that question to me going into tonight's episode. Why does Zach get to spend the night with Katie? Like I, why didn't he ask Christina to spend the night last night late? The other one-on-one tonight is Allie, you know, jumping out of a plane with him into a winery in Santa Barbara. Yet they came back to LA that same night. He didn't stay with, he didn't ask Allie to stay with him. So it's just like, why? And I don't think we're going to get an answer to it to begin Zach um, post-show answers the question, but, It is interesting because this is not something we've ever seen before this early in the season where he barely knows these girls and he's asking Katie to spend the night. So clearly, either he had a really early liking to her or the producers did and they said, why don't we try this? I don't know, but this is only the second time in the history of the show this has happened. This early,
0: Yeah, and, he, and if you're the producers, you almost don't want another Claire Crowley experience where you want them to knock it off yeah. too early as well. So very interesting. But now that we know that spoiler, the final spoiler, which we won't know, is who the next Bachelorette is. We won't know that until probably they start shooting. But do you think it'll be between Gabby and Ariel?
4: I mean, going off track record of this show we know that they've had 19 bachelorettes and 17 of the 19 were women that finished in the top four of their season the only two were hannah brown finished seventh and katie thurston finished 11th so going by the numbers yes you would think it would either be charity gabrielle Gabby, gabby or ariel um there's always the possibility of you know the The alum that they, you know, kind of swoop in and bring back. I mean, the only one that even would make sense to me, and I don't even know if she would do it, although I think she'd be a great bachelorette, I just don't know if she's there to do it, would be Susie. And I, you know, and that's not me saying I've heard Susie. I haven't heard anything. I have no idea. I'm just saying if they're going to pull from a former alumni, you got to go back. You would think it would only be from the last four or five seasons. And if you just go through the list, of the top four women on the last four or five seasons of the bachelorette, very few of them are even single. So they're, they're already eliminated. Uh, Susie is recent. She is well-liked. She's got a lot of followers. Um, I could see it, but I have no idea whether Susie would even want it. And, uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure, but if they don't pull from somebody from the past then yeah, I would think it would be somebody that, you know, went very far on Zach
0: season. Yeah. With Susie, I think she would be great. And I I think for her, it would be up to whether or not she thinks she can squeeze more followers and experience out of it because it's like, you know, if you've already been on the show, how much more are you going to get out of it? You know, knowing what they deal with, but yeah, who knows? Um, I do want to tell everyone that you've got your daily morning podcast, daily roundup, and uh, everyone can go listen for themselves to hear salty Steve uh, with his spoiler. Um, But again, I I appreciate all the insight. Into like your thought process with it all, and hope, I'm 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 rooting for you. My my guess is it's about a 99.9% uh, chance <laughs> that you've got this. Um, there's no questioning that. But um, looking forward to see how it all plays out. No, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Yep. All right, Bye and there you have it the spoiler updates from reality steve well that's going to do it for today's episode of bachelor rush hour i'm not going to be here on the youtube live stream for the after show tonight i've got a show at the hollywood improv if anyone wants to come laugh 7 30 p.m pacific time i'll be at hollywood improv telling jokes preparing for my february 15th headlining set at Mike drop comedy where i'll be uh working with katie thurston uh on a very very funny stand-up comedy and live q a that show is sold out but if you want to see katie and myself perform that show at other Venues, let us know. We will be booking spots later this year, and uh, we'd love to come to your town. My thoughts are Nashville, Chicago, San Francisco, Austin. I don't know Boston, New York City. Uh, we'll we'll have to let you guys know. But either way, that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to rate it, review it, subscribe, follow, comment, share it with your friends. All that you can do to support this new venture of ours. We appreciate y'all so much. I will talk to you later. I've been Dave Neal and this is Bachelor Rush Hour.